Sam. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> yeah, spot day with Bob and Ray coming your way, Gal. For the next half hour with the music of Ken Wilson, the Hammond organ, Bill Green of the Hammond piano. I said Hammond organ, but that isn't, of course. That is a Wurlitz, mighty Wurlitzer. The mighty what? Kilbride. Kilgin. Would you spell that, please? You're only saying it that way because you rehearsed that and you read it. You couldn't say that ad lib. Now, say it again. Where's Ray? Is he somewhere in the vicinity or is he busy? He probably doesn't even realize that here it is, 1 o'clock. And here we are, back on the air. Just as at 1 o'clock this morning, we were at the casino at Magnolia. Time goes so slow until you get back to bed and get caught up on sleep. How much sleep did you get last night, Gooley? Uh, about two hours? Less? Less than that, uh -huh. I'd say. I think we probably have established the endurance record for radio performers. I think so, Bob. Do uh, you remember when Milton Berle was on the air for how many hours consecutively selling uh, 16 or what 17? What was he doing at that time? Cancer. The cancer. I forget how many hours he was on. He was on a day and a night. Not a day, I believe. Right straight through, which is amazing. Funny thing, isn't it? Funny thing, just how much the human constitution will tell Well, yes, of course. Well, we, we had a wonderful time. We did have, a, have a wonderful time, yeah. and uh, Sammy looks younger every time we see him. Renewing all our old acquaintances up there at the beautiful casino last night. Making some new ones. Yes, it certainly yes, was. It, it was a financial pleasure. Uh, the, the, however, someone did get hold of the Bob and Ray collection boxes before we got there. Well, either that or people just went up on it because... Uh, they hadn't been prepped in the thing enough. The take was very, very small indeed. So, so the next time we go out, we'll have to work on it for more weeks in advance. I think so, Bob. And tell everybody that... And at least put the Bob and Ray uh, collection boxes in, in more prominent places. Tell them what those collection boxes look like. I think that might help. Well, what they look like, uh, friends, is a, it's the shape of a wallet, isn't it, Bob? Yes, plastic. And it's plastic, and uh, you can just put in anything you want. We have we have made tests uh, with it, and uh, in paper money it will hold just about oh, $800, I think. That's if you squeeze that last $100 bill in there. Yeah, it won't take all that. It won't take eight hundred one hundred dollar bills. No, uh, we've we've discovered that it'll take eight one hundred dollar bills. Yeah, very very easily in the room for change. Change you can throw along in. And if you're sending these in by mail, please have enough postage on the package. Well, I think that's enough commercial for now. <laughs> <laughs> we only only have two today. We've got to get in some kind of a commercial for ourselves, I suppose. How you been, Ken? Well, you look much better than either Bob or myself. And it isn't very often you'll hear us say that. It isn't very often it's that way. It isn't either. very often we can say that. No. How have you been, Bill? Have you really? You still playing over at the uh, Hotel Sterling? You know, I saw, an, I saw an advertisement in the paper this morning, and I, I wish I could remember yes, Bob, the exact, the exact uh, outfit yeah. it was for. What? Mm, but yes. it, was, it was promoting Johnny McAteer. Oh, yes, hmm. Well, America's newest band sensation. Oh, New, England's, New, England's New England's top band attraction. Name band. Yep. 
Johnny is, has his own orchestra now. Huh? I guess he has had it. Johnny McAteer is a very excellent piano player. Though. We missed Johnny last night. Him, too. We had a good piano player. Fact, what was his name? Johnny admires Bill's piano playing very much. Yes, they admire each other's piano playing. But they're jealous. Behind each other. Oh, back. you should mm. hear the things that Green says when he thinks McAteer oh, is listening. He is this weekend. Johnny McAteer is going down to your house. What a gambler he is! Oh, he likes to live dangerously. Oh, that McAteer. boy, a piano player visiting Bill Green. He should live so long, <laughs> and he'll live probably about two hours, I'd say. Is he bringing any of his setters with him? I don't mean his family. I mean the dogs. He did. Another letter. I got a letter this morning, and uh, I'll have to answer that before we leave this afternoon, Bob. It's a request for both you and I. Oh, it's for you and I. You mean I'm not, you know? Yeah, you are. You and Green? No. Oh, you and me? Oh, it's you oh. and you and I. Oh, oh it's you and I. See? And, yeah, you and I are, certainly. And uh, we're answering the request, are we? We hope to this afternoon. Oh, excuse me, the door is ringing. Well, I guess it wasn't. I thought there was someone out there. It wasn't. Well, I didn't think there would be today. Oh, it's rolling right along. If you think this is slow, it gets much slower as we move along. Uh, you fellas, I hope, have planned to play four songs tonight. I understand that first arrangement is based on Till Eugen Spiegel's Merry Pranks, Doth Play. And, uh, Ken, uh, have you made arrangements to play four songs today? Bob and myself. Certainly hope you have. Kind of like a little going away present for the weekend. We Something we can remember tomorrow before we come back in Monday at 7 o'clock. <laughs> How about that? Would you play your first number? Bob and I let's let's just try it on for size, shall we? We can dance. Excuse me, I'll drop my glasses. All right. Combinations, the fine time to do it. 
We should have this done at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you try to get a daily double combination. Oh, you do? Yes, of course you may. Well, I only have two or three left here. Green, Green refused Wilson a cigarette. He says, I only have one to get back to Ned Taskin. <laughs> you mean you're not going to shell out the Ned some of these days? At least uh, the gasoline has been coming in here every day. You know, I, you, I don't think you've been told, but you've got to make a good impression. He hasn't proved himself to me yet. Working on this program. You haven't, you haven't impressed us at all, Bill. Why don't you sit down today? We're both tired. You fellows have had a good night's sleep. Pull up a chair and sit down. We'll have a roundtable discussion. Shall Talk we? on any subject at all. Because so many people have asked that they hear more from Ken Wilson and Billy Green. Pull, pull a chair right up here, man. You don't have uh, to ask us twice. I think it's high time we get around to letting them say something. I believe so. And I think we'll let them take over the whole program, too, as a matter Here's of fact. Here's your microphone, Bill, number one. Mm-hmm. And as Ken's over there, number two. This afternoon, I thought we'd discuss, gentlemen, uh, various subjects that have come into us through the mail, things that are... Uh, Don't worry, I'll for you. Follows. Somebody close the window, please. All right, now, who's, uh, who's going to cut this thing? No, no, no. This is, uh, this is a highly educational talk we're, we're engaged in here. Oh, I see. We want to debate the feasibility... Yes, right and on. I say that advisedly, and at some future time, I'd like to talk at greater length on this particular side issue. Yeah. Better have. Uh, oh, oh, WHDH in Boston. Right on, sir. Right. Uh, therefore, I, I'd throw the thing open to Mr. Wilson. You have the floor. Well, just what is it we're going to discuss, sir, uh, before, we, before we pitch into The feasibility it. of it. The feasibility of what? If I may be so bold. Scott, that is, that's the part of the question I didn't come in here. You mean we don't have anything to discuss? Well, we should have. Let's think of something disgusting. <laughs> discuss yourselves. Let's talk about Leo Wiegand. No, oh, absolutely not. No, no, why, why, why talk about Leo No, people have just eaten lunch. That's right. <laughs> that was Bill Green, Fred. That was that. Uh, What's It isn't Leo Wiegand. I imagine paychecks and food. If, you, if you're going to mention sports, Leo, you're oh, all no, you're way off on that. All right. Raise your that off voice microphone you hear is, I mean, that off microphone voice you hear. Uh, well, what was your subject, Leo? What's uppermost in the minds of people? Well, what is? Oh, try and find out. Tear it apart. Other people. That was Ken Wilson. Thank you. It's one thing about Leo. He comes in and he's a big help. And he, he gives a lot of good suggestions. Leo, we should take the elevator shaft down. Excuse me, I think Bill Green's going to say yeah. something. Your coat's on fire. Oh, I know that. <laughs> That's hot I about. know it. Yeah, we know that, okay. Sure. Absolutely. Why, George, I didn't know my pant leg was on fire, though. <laughs> That's a different story. It's a horse of a different color. Ken, you haven't added much to the discussion. Why don't you say something? Ken doesn't have anything to say, Bob. He's talked himself out. This morning he was talking for two or three hours steady. Were he have classes this morning? Yes, he was conducting a class in, in music and harmonics in here. That morning. is the exact subject of our lecture today. I don't believe the management knows exactly that Mr. Wilson does carry on his Saturday mornings with classes. And, uh, well, none of the management comes in on Saturday mornings. No, and... Uh, and he has the whole place to himself. He takes over. He has about 100 students come in here, and they use all the offices. <laughs> uh, I hope the, the uh, I hope boss is listening. I hope, I hope well, he I is. Well, I hope he is, too. The place is crowded with these students... And he, puts about, the he puts about 30 in each studio and runs from one studio to the next. Yeah, but we pick up the sandwich papers and bottles of milk afterwards. That was Ken Wilson, everybody. Now, 
was one of the best remarks made on this. And you make quite a lot of money selling that. I do pretty well from a loot standpoint. But incidentally, we we thought we'd sit down and describe Bob, harmonics, and music generally this afternoon for a few minutes, one of our first subjects. Tell me, in that laughing Sambi, got harmonics in it? Yeah, we we let a few stay in. Is it true, Ken, really, that there are harmonics in every musical composition, or is that just a lot of nonsense? Well, that's the truth, Raymond. It is is truthful, but you do have harmonics. Yeah, they're as necessary as holes in the head. For instance, if I... uh, That was Ken Wilson, probably. They know what, Bill. Believe me, you two musicians had nothing. (laughs) I've got news for you. We were we were dying slowly ourselves. But you you've really you've killed you've capped it. <laughs> Friends, uh, you might as well tune into something else from There's nothing on. else on the radio anymore since the FCC cracked down. <laughs> That's right. There's all, all the other stations. Air. All the other stations have gone off the air. You know, uh, we're pretty scared about our piano and organ act. That is. I mean, the headlines last night said all prize programs to be taken off the air and. I always looked at your program more or less of a lottery. <laughs> you mean people take a gamble? People gamble when they tune in on the program. Well, I disagree with you. I have looked That's at that program. I have looked at that program as a big pie. Away. Get away from there. Uh, I look at it as a big pie, one that uh, should be divided amongst us all. Well, wouldn't I love to push his face in that big pie right now? <laughs> one of the uh, best things about our morning program is we have the world's greatest announcer. That's right, and I'll back that Who's right now. What's his name? Oh, uh, you, me. I'm handling it very capably. Well, if we do have all this dead air, Green, uh, maybe you have a suggestion as to what we could use to fill it. What What can radio do to, uh, to what fill it? Different now that all these uh, programs are on their way out, or ostensibly so. I'm trying to get the management to take over a pretty good idea, but they haven't accepted it yet. Will you tell it's us a about program? It, yeah, it's a program where uh, a fellow picks out a bunch of phonograph records. And just before they play each record, he announces the title. And he, you might call it an hour of gramophone recordings. Yeah, and he gives some and little that, pertinent information yes. about each record. And then if you have any commercial yeah. announcements, you put them in somewhere between the records. You could call them spot announcements. Yeah. Uh, well, and if you can't, we got an announcer. If you want to really build up a program, you could... A uh, good idea would be uh, kind of descriptions, you know? Oh, I don't think that's... That that. No, that's not feasible, though. Uh, not, not in radio. I'm speaking from a hidden microphone backstage. Uh, for another thing, though, oh, I, I think that we can fill in there. These so many people, so many people, you know, buy newspapers. Am I right? Yes. And a lot of people buy the Herald Traveler. So. I thought I'd mention that right now. Right now, my what name is that? Goulding. <laughs> I just said everyone buys the Herald and Traveler. My name is Goulding. Now then, uh, why couldn't we? Now, I know this this would be a daring thing for us in radio to attempt. I know what you're going to say. Would be to gather news and have such things as news broadcasts. What do you think of that? Man, great shot, I think you like that. I think it's That's down the great drink, please. Certainly. Want any salt in that? No, I'll take it straight. So what do you think of that, friends? Write in your opinion. Just say yes or no on your postcard addressed to paper. You know, there's another thing that's being ignored. There aren't enough nature talks on radio anymore. I think so, and for that very subject we have brought along today, Dr. Arthur Beach. Thank you very much. Interesting discussion. I should like to discuss this afternoon several rare birds that I have received. Well, uh, in particular, Dr. Beach, the bird life uh, along the Amazon. Yes, Uh, the rare Ubangi bird. Yes. The rare Ubangi bird, of course, has a propeller-type wing. Mm -hmm. And... uh, his native Get yourself habit. out of that if you can. I'll be there. <laughs> so long, everybody. Uh, his, that was Goulding said that. His native habitat is along the banks of the Amazon, mm-hmm. and he lives on ground fish. Uh, that is, that's what he eats. That's what he survives on. He flies not How higher. How does he grind them? What do you mean?
main grinders, sir. Ground fish are ground up, aren't they? No, no, I mean ground fish. Those who who uh, stay on at the, the bottom of the of the, uh, of the water, you oh, see, yeah. and, uh, and yeah. eat the herbs and oh, oh. little fishes yeah, yeah. That, that live there. All right. Yeah. Now, uh, this this ray of Yubangi bird that I speak of flies no higher than six inches off the ground oh. and is a dangerous bird to uh, human beings. He will fight them and sometimes defeat them. The bird is only two inches long and a half inch wide and yet is one of the most fiercest animals in this world. I think you've let us in on a little-known fact of nature, Dr. Beach. Thank you. Excuse me, your head is smoking. <laughs> well, that part's all right. All right. It's yours. And uh, we'll look for another interesting chat from you next week. And now I think we ought to devote the rest of the program to children, a little right. children's program, what right. to do uh, now that you're on your way back to school. Oh, that's right. And It's time to start thinking of your back-to-school kits. We have just the commercial for you. It's Jack's Pirate Shop. That's right, where you can buy uh, registered uh, uh, paper balls, uh, uh, elastic bands with a guarantee, and uh, blackboard and chocolate. You can also buy imitation Cynthia sweets, which are loaded with with, uh, red pepper and black pepper. The day of the steeple gone in school. They have the steeple. You know the little steeples we used to have with a rubber band? Oh, that's not Those are staples. You put paper together. Oh, so that's right. where you keep a horse. That's right. You're right on that. And a staple. <laughs> I, that's all right. I, Touché. I, I never heard it called a steeple, Leo. Is that what they call them back in Buffalo? Yes. Well, they talk funny up there. And they sure do. We used to shoot them through the green blinds to let the light in. Uh-huh. That was Leo Egan, everyone. <laughs> what school was that? Night school, Leo? That was in the buildings on the hill. I see. Did you? Uh, uh, did you? Did you? Uh, how far in school did you go, Leo? Did you go through the uh, grade school? I matriculated through the regular procedure of the uh, oh, yeah. elementary. You did? Yeah. You, you, you would get a refund, Leo. Honestly, Leo was in the grade for four years. He should get a refund. They didn't want to put him in the next grade with his grandfather. Actually, I skipped a grade. Did I, I made uh, grammar school in seven years. Congratulations. Yeah, I know it's quite a while ago. Well, I understand ago. you spent two years in the fifth grade. Is there any truth in that? I spent four years in algebra. I'll tell you what was your average Please mark in sandbox, Leo? Pardon? Your average mark in sandbox. Sandbox? Mm-hmm. Oh, I always excelled in that. Did you? Go ahead, really, uh, Leo. Can I say something in algebra for us? In algebra? Sure. <laughs> I guess you didn't study I it very well. I guess you didn't soak up very much I of that knowledge. radius of the... Uh, by... Lateral unit of the rectangle. Okay. If you want to hear more of this, friends, listen to the ball game this evening. Fortunately, friends, uh, the script for this program will be available for those of you who want it. Simply write to Library of Congress, Washington, Illinois. <laughs> I think that's where they are. That's where we'll have them send it anyway. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right, here's Ken and Bill at the organ. Yeah. No, I think we ought to discuss some more subjects. All right. What other subjects? Oh, this afternoon is the day of the abbreviated ball game in Washington when the Red yes, Sox... Yes, I'll be glad to uh, tear that apart for you. Okay, go ahead, Leo. Before you sign, Leo, I'd like to tell you that you're on fire. Oh, oh I am. Well, what are you going to say, Leo, about this abbreviated ball game? Well, to tell you the truth, I... You must have been going to say something about The game it. will start in ten minutes, and I should be in there. Mm-hmm. Over the West Coast, that doesn't go. Well, yes. I think you hit the nail right on the head there. Yes, and uh, I think the Red Sox should pick up another half game on them leading Yankees this afternoon. Maybe They're they leading 8-3, uh, going at the top half of the seventh inning. Am I right, Leo? 
Top half of the seventh, and uh, Chuck Stobbs was on the mound, folks, at the time when that break. Get your hand away from that mic. Chuck Stobbs was on the mound, throwing him in yeah, at the point when that game was called. And uh, unfortunately, because he pitched Wednesday night, he is not able to be in there today. However, just a minute now. Don't break up. Joe McCarthy has nominated Mel Parnell, who pitched the regular game today, and I believe he is going to start him in the uh, extra game, too. Well, try and get a hold of yourself, Leo. Let's not break up now. Uh, I think you'd better see me in my office after the program. I think you'd better see me in my office after the program. And please don't touch the mic. It's a high slider. Uh, excuse me, Bill. Are uh, you planning on playing any music? I don't want to interrupt you. He is. He is taking his position on the podium. Well, I've got to clean. <laughs> I dropped the Coca-Cola this morning. We're backstage, friends. The Metropolitan Opera Company. We're about to discuss the great opera Il Trovatore. I'm speaking to you from Box 44. Il Trovatore. Well, I'm not going to say anything because I can't see a thing from here. Il Trovatore, translated, is, of course, the cockroach. It's the uh, it's the story of uh, a Spanish Toreador named Igor. All right, girls, get ready now for the opening number. We return you now to Washington. Here in Washington, there's no more light on the news at this particular point. Turn on the switch. What's the matter with oh, you, you oh, Yes, I didn't notice that. Okay, WW. And I return you now to New York. Here's Kenneth Bell, those magic men of music with a sweet arrangement of Sweet Lorraine. Take it away. <laughs>
You two men are through for the weekend. You may go now. Got a nickel. Got a phone. Got a minute. Then call Richmond 2175 all right now and enjoy television in... Excuse me. In your home today. Leo is now going, friends, to a studio that has no air in it. All right, he's going to do a recreated ball game. What a way to spend a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> oh, good for you, Lee. I hope you get nothing but the stock market returns. That's what I hope. Yes, sir. And a 14 of 14 tie game. Well, a simple going into the 18th inning. Now, two-headed machine coming out. He has no hits of television. Dealers will deliver an Admiral television console. He can hit on the heads without any obligation, without delay, and without a penny's cost to you. Did you get all that, friend? Excuse me, Bob is talking. I'm sorry. Not just any television set. No, of course not. Not a small table monitor. Not any television set. But Admiral Television, one of America's top brand names. It's nationally advertised from coast to coast. You simply phone Richmond 21750 now. Special operators are in attendance. Uh, hello? Arrange for your free home trial now. You name the time when you want your set delivered. The House of Television... What time did you say? The House of Television... Well, we ain't going down there then. That's when I eat. They'll have it in your home right on time. I've got that installs them. <laughs> judge the sensational performance of Admiral Television we for yourself. We have good performance. You should judge it. The price is only $229.95 complete. Incidentally, friends, you can have it. $22.95 down, and the rest spread over eight convenient minutes. Well, it's over two years you can oh. have it if you want. But right now, it's yours absolutely free, without cost, without obligation, just a plain free trial in your home. If you call Richmond 21750. That's House Television Richmond 21750. That's becoming a very famous telephone number. It's becoming as famous as number 10 Sounding Street. Murray Hill 89933. Remember those good old days. Honor City, Dayton. So much for that. We had a, a phone call from Hot Dog Anderson that I tell you before we came in here. Oh? He's, uh, we haven't heard from him for how long? About a year or so? I don't know. It's been, no, it hasn't been. He threatens to come in at some time. Oh, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Run and lock the doors down. Well, he won't be in today. Oh, late. that's all right. But maybe next week. Uh-oh. They have a big celebration down there. Great big oh, deal. Well, what are they celebrating? A, somebody got married. And they're celebrating? Yes, they're having their reception at the Bit of Sweden. Well, that is a nice little place he has down there, and we're going to bill him for this course. Sure. Say, friends, would you stand by for a moment, please, while Bob plays the trumpet momentarily? Stand back. Here I go. <laughs> Friends, I want to talk to you about something. Get real personal on this, will you? A field, a field, friends, of the fastest greyhounds ever matched. We'll go to he means every word of this, too. We'll go to post tonight in the featured ninth race at Wonderland Revere. A Revere course event. Now, it'll bring out Heath Holland back. I'm alone. World's record holder to the distance. I love you. Again, in competition with Refreshing, who, now listen to this, Refreshing only last Wednesday tied that very record. Now, here's the complete list of entries. Alexa, War Relic, Rosie Future, Charlie Chap, Tom Hussey, 
You and him. Oh, 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 hold it. What? Tom Fuzzy is running at Wonderland. Well, that can't be right. There's a night game. Be a misprint. He just just runs on the day game. (laughs) Revere special, refreshing, and Heath Hollenbeck, and you and him. Oh, oh. Green and me? No, that's the name of this uh, particular dog. So, see this great race and nine other all-star contests tonight at Wonderland. Call you and him because he has two heads. Post time, first race, 7.45. Daily double closes at 7.30. Revere is near. From Boston, by MTA, from Maverick Station, from everywhere over wide highways. Floodlighted three parking lots are provided for those who drive. Excuse me, I believe there's a message coming in on our ticker right here. Two and one. You steal a beat on Leo. See the great Saturday night racing show tonight at Wonderland Revere. And try the hot dogs down there. They're good. What do we have at 1.30? Anything special that requires attention? One minute. Right there with Bob and Ray. will be back again Monday. Have a good weekend, everybody. Hang by your thumbs. If you can work, be sure and right. This is WHDH in Boston. Remember the name of Lydia Pinkham, whose medicine for women brought her fame. Ladies, on certain specific days, do you, like so many women and girls, suffer from backache, headache, feel so miserable, weak, strangely restless, and nervous due to the simple cause? Then listen. Try Lydia Pinkham's tablets to relieve these symptoms. Lydia Pinkham's tablets do more than relieve such pain. These remarkable tablets also relieve accompanying nervous tension, irritability, and crankiness of this nature. Many wise women take Lydia Pinkham's tablets regularly to help build up resistance against such 